Well, happy Sunday and welcome to Embassy City Church. My name is Dan Leanne. I am Pastor Tim Ross's long lost but now found brother. And it is my honor and privilege to open up God's word for you today. The 27th of December, 2020. Wow, it has been a long year. But at the end of this long year, I believe the Holy Spirit wants us to lean into a very beautiful invitation from the King of this universe. A simple invitation to anyone who is tired, anyone who is weary, anyone who is worn out, anyone who feels beat up. There is a beautiful invitation extended to you. This invitation comes from the book of Matthew chapter 11, verse 28. If you've been around this faith community for a period of time, you may have heard these beautiful words before, but I believe that they hit a little bit different right now. Matthew chapter 11, verse 28, Jesus says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. Take, and, and, and for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Let me pray, and let's embrace this beautiful invitation at the end of this year together. Dear Jesus, Give us rest. Amen. Amen. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened. Can you remember the worst roller coaster ride you've ever been on? I can. It happened at Luna Park, 1998. It was actually the night before my wedding. I was a youth pastor at that stage, and we used to begin every single year with a Uh, an adventure out to the local theme park in Melbourne, Australia, where I am from. The ride's name was the Enterprise, and it was a really simple ride. It would have a little pod with two people sitting in it who would begin to spin horizontally, and eventually it would start spinning vertically. The young man I rode the ride with, his name was Cain. He was a new young man to our youth ministry. I had begged him, implored him to come along to our youth ministry for many, many years. He had never come along. This was the first event he ever came to. I had to bribe him with all the hot dogs and all the soda he could drink to come along. So this young man came along and ate himself, ate hot dogs and all kinds of soda. We get into this ride and this ride begins to spin. As it gets vertical, I start feeling little flicks of fluid flying in my direction. Cain began to vomit. I begged him, please, Cain, do not vomit, hold it in. As I yelled in his ear, but he could not hold it in and those eight pre-digested hot dogs and about two gallons of soda started flying out of his mouth, hitting me and soaking me and drenching me the whole way through this ride. I'm holding on for your dear life. I'm saying, please stop this ride. Stop this ride. Every single time I went past the operator, I would yell, can you see what is happening here? Stop this ride. Stop this ride. But the operator could not do anything about it. And the ride went on. For so many people, they feel like 2020 has been one of those kinds of rides. Holding on for dear life, wishing that it would stop. Feeling like everyone around you is vomiting on you. You're begging the operator to stop the ride, but the ride 
continue. And now we find ourselves at the end of the year feeling tired and weary from that ride. Burnt out. Exasperated. Exhausted. Smelling a little bit like other people's vomit. Tired and weary. Tired of words like pandemic and quarantine and virus. Tired of face coverings that hide those smiles that you never knew were so important. Tired of fear and uncertainty regarding our jobs, our bank accounts, our finances. Tired of the anger and the division. Tired of the talk about politics. Tired and weary. We find ourselves knit together by this common thread. All of planet Earth in a crazy way, feeling very similar emotion. Wow, I know there's been some good things that have happened in 2020, but my goodness, this has been difficult. It's felt like the wildest, longest roller coaster ride. And at the end of it, I'm tired and weary. But then onto that stage comes King Jesus. He clears his celestial throat and he speaks directly to us. And he says to us, if you're tired and you're weary, come to me. If you're burnt out, if you're burdened, if you're stressed out, if you're strung out, if you feel like you've been wrung out, come to me. Don't run. Don't hide. Don't loiter in the shadows. Don't lie down in the periphery. Come to me and I will give you rest. What the world cannot deliver, what no bottle can provide, what no substance can mimic, I can give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Walk with me. Learn with me. Experience a loving relationship with me. For I am gentle and I am humble. And my yoke is easy. My burden is light. Simply put, Embassy City family, if you find yourself like me at the end of the year, feeling tired, tired, weary, and heavy laden, Jesus looks you in the face and says lovingly, come to me and I will give you rest. If you're tired, he wants to lead you to a place of restoration. If you're weary, he wants to lead you to a place of revival. I will give you rest. But how? How do you do that, Jesus? More than just a nice token thought that is needle pointed and put onto my bathroom wall. How does this promise become my reality? How do I move from the tiredness I feel, the weariness that marks me to a rest and a confidence that you want me to live in? How do I move from where I am to this rest that you have For me, because Jesus, I don't even feel like I got the energy to get up from where I am, let alone move to green pastures that you would have for me. How do we move from tiredness 
to rest. Well, it's intertwined there in that beautiful invitation that comes from Jesus. How we move from tiredness to rest. The first thing he says to us is that we have to primarily come to him. If you want rest, if you want to see breakthrough in that tiredness, if you want to see an eradication of that weariness, if you want to feel heaven's hand lifting up that burden, it must begin with coming to him. I love that statement because that statement implies that you'll go somewhere in your weariness. The question must be answered. Where will you go? Where have you gone? We've been tired and weary this year, but where have you gone? Psalm 42 verse 1 tells us that our soul's default setting is thirst. As the deer pants for water, so my soul thirsts for you. So the question isn't, will you drink? The question really is, what have you drunk from this year? Where have you gone? In your weariness, have you gone to that bottle? In your weariness, have you gone to that pill? In your weariness, have you gone to that substance? In your weariness, have you gone to that relationship? In your weariness, have you gone to your money? In your weariness, have you gone to your status? In your weariness, what have you gone to? Because you've gone to something. Jesus simply says, come to me. You've tried the rest. Now step into the presence of the best. Come to me. You can be numbed for a moment by that, but you could only find rest in me. You can be fooled into thinking that you have found restoration or revival in that pursuit, but no, rest can be only found in me. If you want to move from tiredness into deep soul rest, if you want to embrace every good thing that God has planned for you in 2021, if you want to leave the fear and the frustration behind and step afresh and anew with confidence and courage, come to Him. The second thing He says here is not only must we come to Him, we have to think about what we are carrying. He's challenging us to carry His yoke. A yoke was simply a burden that was put upon a beast to, to, to move it and to guide it and control it. And so when Jesus continues on in verse 29 and says, take my yoke upon you, he's saying, you know what? You're carrying something right now. Is it my yoke? So the first question to ask if you want to move from tiredness to rest is asking this question. Hey, where have you gone? In your weariness, in your tiredness, what have you gone to? Because Jesus invites you to come to him. The second question you have to ask is, hey, what am I carrying? The reason there are a lot of people tired and burnt out right now in 2020 isn't because of the forces and factors in the earth that are going on. It's the fact that you're carrying something that your soul wasn't designed to bear. I'm getting some landscaping work done around my house at the moment. And if you've ever heard that phrase, cheap as dirt, that's a lie from the devil, because dirt ain't cheap. 
My landscaping people, that's a, that's a very expensive project. So I'm looking at this quote and I'm like, I'm scratching my head. I don't know if we'll be able to afford this. And so one of the ways I try to cut costs is I ask my friend who's the landscaper, hey, can we save a little bit of money on the labor and maybe I can jump in and help you move some things around with the hardscape and all that kind of stuff. And, and so my friend Jay says, yeah, 100%, we can do that. I got one hour into manual labor. I said, you know, what? I'm just going to pay the money. If my kids don't go to college, I've got, I've got to sell a kidney. If I've got to sell my kids' kidneys, I don't care. I, I can't move. Now, here's the deal. I can bench press 315 pounds. Why? Because that bar fits right in my hands. But trying to move a whole bunch of 50-pound rocks, it took me out in one hour. Why? Because I was made to bench press weight. But I'm telling you now, these soft, supple Asian hands weren't made to carry around rocks. The reason you're exhausted right now is because a lot of y'all are carrying something your soul wasn't designed to carry. You got hurt this year, so you carried a fence that makes you tired and weary. You saw something that was unjust and unright. But instead of bringing that to King Jesus and asking for his justice to prevail, you thought you took that upon, you you take that upon yourself. And that turned into bitterness and your soul wasn't designed to carry bitterness. Hey, you thought that you were in control of the universe. That you got the whole world in your hand. And even though a little virus shows you that isn't true, you've held on with every little ounce of energy that you have trying to continue to control this universe. But your soul wasn't designed to carry that kind of weight. Your soul is carrying something now. What is it? Because if it's something that Jesus didn't design your soul to carry... It is going to tire you out and make you weary. So Jesus says, come to me. You're going to something. May as well make it me. Move from tiredness to rest. He says, take my yoke upon you. You got a yoke on you. Is this not necessarily his yoke? What are you carrying? Because if your soul wasn't designed to bear that weight, you will be weary and tired. And the third thing he says is, cling to me. Come to me. Carry my yoke and cling to me. And you'll find rest for your souls. That's what he's saying when he says, take my yoke upon you. Like I said, a yoke was a burden that was placed upon usually two creatures to bind them together. Usually a stronger oxen and a weaker oxen. So when Jesus first preached this 2,000 years ago to a primarily agrarian culture, they all knew exactly what Jesus was saying. He was saying, recognize that you're weak and I'm strong and tie yourself to me and you will find rest. Cling to him. I love there's a little side note that Jesus adds in there. He says, for I am gentle and humble. Do you know that Jesus only gives 
one description, description of himself throughout the entire Gospels. Every artist's impression of Jesus is exactly that, just an impression. It's a guess of what Jesus looked like and what he was actually like. In the text, we don't get any real description of what his appearance was like. Nothing. But the one time Jesus takes the time to look at his followers and the ones who would follow after them, that's us, and give a description of himself, he's saying, you know what I'm like? I'm gentle in spirit and I'm humble in heart. Or in other words, Jesus is trying to say, I'm not overbearing, I'm not judgmental, I'm not mean, I'm not a you made your bed and now you are to lie in it kind of God. I'm gentle, I'm humble. I empathize with what you've gone through. I'm tender in nature. Cling to Take my yoke upon you, and you will find rest. That means that we have to be really deliberate in recognizing there are some yokes that we've been carrying around all year long that have wearied our soul, and we need to put them down. And in exchange, we need to cling to Jesus and put on His yoke. Let's break it down. I've been carrying around offense all year long. Hey, the world has been on edge. I've been on edge as well. That person knew that I was sensitive and they did that anyway. That hurt me. That offended me. Now I carry that around like a burden in my soul. It's causing me to be weary. But if I ha- carry this burden long enough, I know it's going to hurt him in the long run. It's not side note, but you're carrying it around. Jesus is saying, if you want to move from tiredness to rest, come on, put down that yoke of offense and pick up and put on the yoke of forgiveness. And all of a sudden you move from, come on, tiredness to rest. Recognizing that the grace that saved you is the same grace that is on offer to that individual who offended you. And at the end of the day, the God of this universe who will judge things fairly one day down the track, he's going to take care of that situation. All I have to do is walk freely in forgiveness today and every day that I've been given. Put down that yoke of offense and pick up the yoke of forgiveness. Come on, put down the yoke of fear. Put down the yoke of worry. Put down the yoke of anxiety. And pick up the yoke of trust. And say, you know what? I don't know what lies around the corner. It feels like yesterday, at the beginning of 2020, and everyone's gathering together in church, are so excited about the 2020 year, the year of vision, a new beginning year. Oh! No man, no woman is given an insight into what is going to unfold tomorrow. So why are you losing your peace? Why are you growing tired? Why are you getting weary trying to hold on to something your soul wasn't meant to carry? Pick up trust. Jesus, you're the one who's got the whole world in your hands. And these hands are kind. And these hands are good. These hands are 
nail scars so that proves that these hands are loving. And I will trust 2021 into your hands. Come on. Put down the yoke of fear and pick up the yoke of godly confidence. Come on. Put down the yoke of frustration. and Come on. Pick up the yoke of of his kindness and his goodness and his love. And as you take his yoke upon you, you find rest for your soul. Come to me. If you find yourself tired and weary, if you're down, discouraged, disappointed, Jesus says, come to me. And what your heart wants and your soul needs, you can find as Jesus gives you rest. And I'm going to help you get there as you take my yoke upon you. By default, removing the things that you weren't designed to carry. And you press into this loving Savior close. Because he is gentle in spirit and he is humble in heart. And as you find your rest in Him, walk forward carrying the yoke that He wants you to bear. The yoke of forgiveness, the yoke of courage, the yoke of faith, the yoke of love, the yoke of trust. And you, my friend, will find yourself in true Come to him. Where have you gone? Come to him. Take my yoke. What are you carrying? Were you going to carry that? If you're not, put it down. My yoke is easy. My burden is light. What do you need to pick up? And walk forward with. Because that, my friends, is where you'll find rest. A hey, real talk? <laughs> I'm a little nervous about 2021. I don't know how this one's going to play out. <laughs> you, guys, you, guys, well, you guys all got tricked by all those memes about how bad 2020 were. Because you think that because there were these memes about how bad 2020 was. Like when 2020 was done, then there's basically all the badness is going to go away. I hate to break the news to you. That, that some of the challenges that we face today, we're going to face tomorrow. Yep. Yep. And even if a virus is eradicated or a vaccine is found, the reality is Jesus makes it clear that this side of eternity, there's going to be hardship and there's going to be heartache. There's going to be heartbreak.
But here's the good news as we walk into a new year. No matter what lies ahead, no matter what befalls our journey, we're invited to enjoy real rest as we come to Him. As we make sure we're not carrying anything our souls weren't designed to bear. And as we take up His yoke and walk forward. My heart's hope and my heart's prayer is this. That out of our few simple minutes together, this last Sunday of what has been an unprecedented year. That you would leave this space feeling more rest for your souls. Coming to Jesus. Putting down some stuff that we know we've been carrying around for too long. And taking up his yoke, clung to him as we walk forward. As we wrap up our time together, I would love to finish this message. Mm, I'd love to finish this year in the most amazing way. Because there are some people who are watching right now, who over the last 28 minutes have just wondered to themselves, First and foremost, where did this Asian guy learn how to speak such great English? Number two, you are asking this question. I wonder if I actually have that kind of relationship with Jesus right now. I'm tired and I'm weary. I'm being told that I can come to Jesus, but I I don't know if I've ever crossed that line. I would love to wrap up this last message with the beginning of your new journey. As you invite Jesus to be your Lord and your Savior, your leader and your friend. It doesn't matter who you are or where you're at, where you find yourself in this journey. It doesn't matter if your soul is scarred, your mind is marred, your hands are covered with filth. The reality is through His grace, through His goodness, you can be made brand new. And I want to give you an opportunity right now to come to Jesus. Christianity isn't about jumping through legalistic hoops or clearing religious bars. It's recognizing that God loves you and sent Jesus to come to find you exactly where you are. And if you would come to Him, you enter into a relationship that extends into eternity but begins with life to the full today. So if you're watching right now and you're saying, Dan, I don't have a relationship with Jesus. I know I need to come to Him. Would you just pray this prayer? Would you just pray this prayer? Would you just pray this prayer out loud after me? Dear Jesus, thank you for your love. Thank you for your invitation. I come to you. Help me by your spirit. Live now for your glory. Amen. Now, I believe that if you prayed that prayer, heaven heard. 
and as heaven heard, your life is now changed. And so I want you to stay tuned and we want to give you a few details about where to from here if you prayed that prayer. We are pumped about your jump, but we are committed to your journey and we're so excited about seeing your life go forward with Jesus at the center of it. Come to me. All you who are tired, weary, and burdened. And I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. It's easy. It's light. It fits right. And I promise you, you're going to find rest for your souls. God bless. I'm going to see you again in a bright and beautiful, blessed 2021.